0: Turn to M3 and Karen B. for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common employee benefits compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance-related implementation, guidance, or strategy.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is... How do I handle new employees if I am subject to the Affordable Care Act employer shared responsibility provisions and I'm utilizing the look back measurement method? This is absolutely one of the more confusing aspects of determining full-time status if you are utilizing the look back measurement method. Before we get into it, a few reminders. First, the ACA shared responsibility provisions apply to employers with 50 or more employees. How the threshold of 50 is determined can be found in our ACA Preparedness Guide. And employers subject to these requirements must determine full-time status, which means 30 or more hours per week, using one of two methods, either the monthly measurement method or the lookback measurement method, which we have covered in previous episodes. The look-back method, of course, requires you to look back over a period of time, typically 12 months, to determine full-time status going forward for ongoing employees. But what about new employees? Let's start with a reminder that there are only four categories of employees that the ACA recognizes. Full-time, part-time, variable hour, or seasonal. Seasonal. There are no categories for, let's say, temporary employees, or interns, or substitute teachers. Just these four. So it is very important at the time of hire that you categorize someone correctly, at least as much as you can. Full-time employees, those you reasonably expect to work 30 or more hours per week at the time of hire, are easy you make an offer within 90 days of employment. Subsequently, you use the monthly measurement method on these newer full-time employees until they are with you for one full ongoing measurement period. Then of course, their status is determined by that 12-month measurement period. For part-time, under 30 hours, variable hour, meaning you do not know at the time of hire, how many hours the employer will work, and seasonal, which is a position that is six months or less and tied to a season, they all get their own initial measurement period that would match the ongoing measurement period in terms of length. So if an employer has a 12-month ongoing measurement period, that employer would apply a 12-month initial measurement period. And that would start either on the date of hire or the first of the month following date of hire. If an employer hires many part-time variable hour and seasonal employees each month, it might be easier to group all employees hired in any given month together and measure them starting the first of each month. Once the clock starts ticking, hours are tracked to determine if at the end of that initial measurement period, these new employees hit the 30-hour average in those 12 months. If yes, coverage is offered and the employees are then put in their own initial stability period. If no, they didn't work the required number of hours in that 12 months, no offer is made. But the associated stability period, where they are essentially locked out of the plan, will only last as long as the end of the ongoing measurement and stability period. At that time, their hours should be reanalyzed under that ongoing measurement period and the parameters that are applicable. This is confusing to explain simply by words. So if you are looking for a visual to show how initial measurement periods work, refer to M3's ACA Preparedness Guide. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance
0: question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.